live from Los Angeles. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the October 2nd edition. We're here, as usual, on Monday night. And a lot of you are not getting notifications that this is happening. <laughs> a lot of people are not. Yes, we, we Last week was the first time the show did not get over 100 views. Oh, wow. We were at 98 or 99 before we came on the air earlier today. Facebook... On some level, is fucking with the the, the live show. Yeah. And anyone seen a unless you have hit the follow if as you're watching this live and if it asks you, hey, do you want to follow? Unless you hit that button, apparently, it's not gonna tell you that we're live. Nope. I I had to go on five minutes before the air. I went on my personal Facebook page to say, hey, everybody, since Facebook won't tell you, we're going live at eight p.m. Although we had some technical issues, which meant we went live at 8.02, but that's beside the point. Close we're up, we're, we're here, but I, I, I have to – I hate to do this. I was discussing this with a friend earlier where, like, now I, I feel like I'm going to have to plead and beg people, share the show, um, yeah. <laughs> put, put it out there. Yep, yeah, see – Show contributor, Herb Dampajaba. Uh he watches so – he follows and he still doesn't get live updates. Oh, wow. That's, so that's something else. So that's a new variable that we didn't know about. <laughs> so that seems to be the Dre's going to have to give Facebook money problem, <laughs> apparently. Or I don't know. Or we might have to change some. Uh, something's going to have to change. Yeah. We, I'm going to have to do something on the Facebook end. I have to find out the algorithms or how this works because it's not telling people yeah. that we're going live anymore. And it's this is frustrating because we are, we're losing views every week. We, we went from a high of having 600 views when when myself and and, and Jai and ever we we discussed Dave Chappelle. That was that was the best viewed show that we had. And now we're, we we can't even break 100. We we don't even break 50 when we go live. We used to have 200 when we went live. Wow. We used to at, at 9 at 905 I look at the Facebook page and I'm like, "Oh, we've had 200 views. Hell yeah, we're freaking kicking ass." Where people are watching yeah. the show, people are listening to the ridiculousness, and now it's like we didn't even over the course of seven days, we didn't even get a hundred views this past week. Wow! So yeah, I, I guess I'm gonna have to like literally reshare. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to re. I'm gonna have to annoy everyone because I. That's what I was saying to, to my friend on the phone earlier. When I was talking to her, and, and uh, I was like, I don't want to be that guy because I don't yeah. like. I don't want to do anything that would annoy me. Mm-hmm. And if I become the guy where I have to go on. Facebook every day and say, hey, watch my show, watch my show, why aren't you watching my show? It's like, I want people to want to watch the yeah. show. I don't like, but of course, uh, I'm sure executive producer Sam Zio would tell me, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> if I want people to view, I have to annoy everyone. I have to go out of my way and be that asshole who shoves it in your face. Hey, watch my shit. Well, like, I mean, think about it. Every time you post something, not everybody you know sees it. Yeah, this is yeah. true. So you want to make sure that you stay present so that people can understand. What's and that, going that's right. And it's, essentially that's why I, I added. Um, that's why I added the, the two other shows. I mean, which is a good idea. We we created the the the, the Wednesday night comic, the uh, yeah. multiverse comic show. I was I, I would come on Saturday nights. Obviously, probably Saturday night's probably not the best time because people are out watching movies, eating yeah. dinner, doing whatever. So that's why I really kind of haven't done that show the last <laughs> couple of weeks. I'm trying to get the the a different stream streaming setup. To uh, to see, to see what's going on. Oh, Michael Tang, let's go Dodgers! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Michael Tang is watching the show. Hey, what's up, Mike? So that's what's going on right now. With the it's 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 obviously it's a it's a point of frustration yeah. for, for 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 me in particular because we want this to become bigger than it actually. We want this to become bigger. Yeah. We want this to where where I come on like Dre is Greek geek philosophy. <laughs> God damn it! See that kind of shit like. Is stuck in my head, and that's not good. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you have a smile on your face, but I don't. That's not good because if that shit gets programmed in my head, I'm gonna start saying it more frequently, and that's bad for the show. <laughs> you think you think that's good, but I don't. I think that's a very bad thing for the show. If I start getting this mnemonic triggers where I'm gonna say the wrong thing, I love your demonic <laughs> triggers. That's the thing. No, but it hurts the show. No, I, I, I honestly oh, and truly, so I think much. it hurt. No, it's annoying. No, if it annoys me, I think it annoys my viewers. If if I say if I say stupid shit like. Subconsciously, no. If I'm saying stuff on purpose to be funny, then yes. yes. If I'm fucking up because I'm fucking up, then that would be stupid. Look how dumb he is. Yeah. Look how he can't even say the dude, name of his show. Dude, Look people, how stupid he is. That's bad. Up. That's what happens. That's no, a, but, there's an entire but, world of radio. I'm trying based to be. I'm trying to be semi-professional here. Yeah. So I, I want cool people to come here and know that this is good. <laughs> The semi part is that I know uh, that I want to look like I know what I'm doing. I don't want to be uh, an idiot on here, like oh, like yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll screw up some hey, things sometimes. We've got 
We got Petros Papadakis and Bill Plaschke. <laughs> oh, well, no, they've made a career out of that. Exactly. But so don't they, sweat it. You know what? Uh, Bill Plaschke has, has the – he writes columns where he can edit himself. And he, Petros Papadakis is he talks, the captain of the worst USC football team in the history yeah, of mankind. Whenever Plaschke talks – But there are already radio personalities. I'm an asshole button. on the internet <laughs> where, like, only my friends are watching this show. Yeah. So and they don't care. <laughs> they know. <laughs> but if a stranger – okay – if a stranger watches this show, like, oh, this guy's an idiot. Why would they think I have anything to say? Like, well, why would they take anything I have to say seriously? If a stranger, like, yes, obviously my friends are going to, okay, that's funny. My friends are going to think this is hilarious. Yeah. But if a stranger watches this show, I have no credibility if I keep fucking up or if I keep getting interrupted in the middle of my thoughts, I have no credibility. You have plenty of credibility. No. With no. strangers? No. Yeah. Well, with my friends? Well, yes. No, I have a have lot of credibility with my friends. You have but... a podcast. That's the credibility. People. No. And if strangers are tuning <laughs> everybody, in. Everybody. Everybody has a podcast. I have a podcast. Yeah. Everybody has a podcast. Yeah. And if a stranger is tuning in for some reason, it's because they automatically think you're going to have credibility. Don't sweat the little mistakes. Trust me. It's not, but I don't want the show to be called Dre's Greek Falafels. Oh, of course it's not. It's freaking retarded. Yeah, but it's funny when it happens. It's dumb. It's a drinking game moment. No, me, me talking about me having the reference that I work with Nintendo. That's a drinking game. Yeah, that is a worthy yeah. drinking game. But yes, I, 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 I'm gonna have to plead with me. Share this video that way. See, see, that's thing. I keep telling people to share the video that way. We get more strangers who have never seen the show to watch the show and hopefully our content is good where we entertain and educate till they come back they hit the follow button that's the goal here yeah. at the end of the day I want people because my friend she was asking me it's like oh I kind of really get confused if we get too deep in the woods I'm like no that's the thing I'm afraid of because this show is supposed to yeah. be very inclusive it's not supposed to be exclusive just for nerds this show is supposed to be inclusive to where a person who is not a nerd someone who is not a fan of video games or a fan of, or when I talk professional wrestling or yeah. we talk comic books, I want people to be able to understand why me, you, Pete, you, Sam, why we love these things and try to explain this is, it's not that, oh, we're childish because we love video games. No, we love video games because they are artistic. They bring out strong emotions yeah. out of us. They they create a feeling that we get, that, that we can't get anywhere else. And I want people who do not understand to kind of see that point of view like, oh, that's why Drake keeps playing Super Nintendo games, even twenty some odd years after the Super Nintendo yeah. doesn't exist. That that's this is this is why people are lining up outside of Target and Best Buy and and Walmart to get a little tiny little Super Nintendo, a small little thing. This little it, you know what? I I barely opened that thing up this morning. I, I didn't I didn't open it up right away because I'm still playing Destiny. I opened up that that, that Super NES Classic. That thing is almost as small as my freaking phone. Yeah. That is a – I did not expect it to I, – I, I'm going to have to post it on the Facebook page later, a comparison of like the – because I still have my original Super Nintendo. Yeah. And then we have this NES Classic that came out on Friday. Myself and executive producer Sam Zia, we got <coughs> – I am dying slowly. A raging cough. <laughs> yeah, that that's a drinking game right there. Uh, myself and Sam, like I obviously – Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I got lucky when, when you and I were sitting at In and Out after the, the, the after a recording yeah. of this very show on a Monday night. I happened to see online. Oh shit! At Best Buy went live right now. I got my pre-order. Unfortunately, um, Sam Zia could not. But Sam, day of, tell us your story. I, I want you to tell the story of how you, executive producer Sam Zia, were, was were able to get your SNES Classic. Last Friday, uh, against all odds, pure, absolute, complete, wild fuck luck. I every place was sold out, and I, I showed up at like eight thirty. And here's here's the fun part: people. I went to like Toys R Us, and they had a little sign in front that said "sold out." They gave away the little vouchers yep. to people. Yeah. That's, that's, those that's, people that's, that's a smart thing. The, yeah, of course. The those people who got the vouchers then drove to Best Buy. And bought more over there. Uh, that, uh, that's the only thing that really yeah. bothers me Best about this whole situation. Best Buy got 300 and, more, and people that were in line at Toys R Us ended up getting four because they would just buy one, then get back in the line, and then buy another, then that's, buy back oh, in the that's line. That's awful. And buy the, uh, that, yeah. that, 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 that bothers me immensely. Yeah. So that happened. And I get to Toys R Us, and there's, of course, all the people with tickets show up, and I'm like, you know what? I might as well just stay here, you know, just to see what happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And. 
everybody lines up. They start buying them at right at 10 o'clock in the morning when the doors open. And as soon as that, when the doors open, I, the managers, I just said, so what are the chances of me just getting one? He was like, someone's gonna got to not show up. They have the ticket. Mm-hmm. They've already got, like, they've claimed their spot for it. Right. They just have to not show up. They have to just not come back at whatever hour. Or whatever. By 10.30. By 10.30. So they had 30 minutes, so basically, after Did the they hand out the vouchers, like, at 8 a.m., 5 a.m.? Like I think at, like, 7. Like, I'm sure they had a line of people outside yeah. overnight because oh, yeah. some people that we know. Uh, they uh, had 54 v- sold uh, like wow. already. That's uh-huh. how many they had in the store. So they had 54 vouchers already taken care of, already spoken for. So I wait there and that, like, you know. I'm I'm just standing there right there by the manager's office, just waiting quietly. Yeah, just, just I let him know, minding your own business. Yeah, yeah. No, I let him know. I'm gonna stay completely out of the way. I just want to know whenever, if it, just in case one happens to become available, let me know. Mm-hmm. So I see him grab one at about 25, at 10:25, and go mm-hmm. back to his office. And it was like, the guy has five minutes to show up. Uh, and oh wow and i just stand there and people start lining up behind me ah. because they realize what i just stumbled upon ah. so they show up like i'm sitting there watching the clock the guy gave him an extra five minutes he, yeah, 10 35 10 35 just in case he, he didn't want to create a yeah. customer service issue that yeah. that because you know, all of a sudden if the guy shows up 10 31 oh i sold yours oh shit yeah my bad 10 35 he basically tells everybody that lined up behind me i only got one and this guy's got it <laughs> so i was like Yes. Cha-ching! Scoreboard. So I, Sam Zia. I, w- I won't call it an unassisted miracle because the guy had to not show up. Yeah, this is true. Now, uh, you, you had to wait on someone else's failure. Now, maybe he was one of the guys that got a bunch of them at Best Buy or, or one of the or, other shows. Or he went somewhere else to go yeah. get more. Yeah, so maybe Shit he was heads. one of those guys and he was like, you know what? I, I don't have the money to get another one. I'm done. Because they maybe he didn't want to wait until ten o'clock. They they started selling them at seven at Target and at Best right. and uh, at other stores. This is this is so true. Maybe he didn't want to wait and he got them already. So he said, "Forget it, I'm out." And thank you for that. And I, uh, <laughs> by hook or by crook, Sam's yeah, you got yours. I know you were very concerned since the the, the Walmart debacle, the pre orders, and then the inability, you know, the Best Buy not letting you make the pre order. When yeah. I, I text you, you'd be like, "Get it, go." Go now, get to the chopper. Now, the fun part is that I didn't have to go to Walmart to get it. Oh, that's nice. I I purposely was going to avoid going to to Walmart. I did not want them getting my money for that product. Oh, yeah. Same, yeah. I I am kind of, like, glad I didn't pay Walmart for it. Yeah. (laughs) I was more than happy to give the the, the big blue box a little bit more. Well, (laughs) I was happy to put that on my credit card. Yeah. I'm, I'm overjoyed to give money to a company that just filed for bankruptcy. You know, oh, good. Oh, that's, right. Oh, that's right. Toys, uh, Toys, Toys R Us. Us. Yeah, man, it, it it that that really trips me out. That, Chapter eleven, I believe. Yeah, it, it really trips me out. I I don't know. If, did we talk about it last week no. or no? I think we found out about it last week. <coughs> Damn, I didn't reach the cough button. As we were leaving, I think we as we were leaving, they they, they made the announcement because yeah. because uh you know a very young Dre back in nineteen ninety oh no two thousand in two thousand I worked for Toys R Us. Yeah. Ah, a very young Dre back when. Uh, it was the PS1 and the N64 era of, uh, of video games. I worked at Toys R Us way back when. Yeah. And it's funny because I remember I would tell people, because at that point, online shopping hadn't really become a real big thing yet. Mm. But I remember there was times like, because the holidays were insane. It was like, oh, Black Friday. There was a four-hour line outside. We'd have, like, a fire marshal was there to keep us from, like, allowing too many people inside. And I remember I would tell people, like, during the breaks, I'm like, you know, when this online thing really takes off, I think this place, you know, <laughs> it's going to really calm down. This place might yeah. be in trouble. And then, oh, young Dre with a full head of hair was, <laughs> was on top of things, apparently. I could see into the future that the internet really, I mean, hell, well, I don't want to just say the internet. I think Amazon killed Toys R Us. Amazon killed oh, Toys R Us. Yeah. I remember I would, they, Amazon killed Toys R Us, killed, uh, what was it Barnes and Noble? Yeah. Killed, oh man! Oh, killed uh, Sam Goody <laughs> and uh, killed uh, what's it called? Uh, Blockbuster. Blockbuster, yeah. man. Well, shit. Well, Netflix. Well, well, that one. See, Blockbuster. That's more like the entire internet killed Blockbuster. And Tower Records. Oh, that's oh, the yeah. that's the one that hurts me the most. Yeah. I, honestly and truly, that hurts me more than anything else. That that Tower Records was taken from us. Well, I think the, the music has a lot to do with like iTunes too. I think, like, that's oh, that's true. Like, all that stuff. Yeah. It's it's so much easier now. Like I mean, I. I, I'm a user of Pandora. Yeah. I, I, I am ashamed by people telling me, why don't you use Spotify? I'm like, because I'm weird and I found this thing that works and I like it. But yeah, like the internet yeah. has like, for, for all the good things that the internet does for us, it does take little things away from me. It's Toys R Us is in trouble. 
Like I last year when I did my movie challenge, I watched the uh, that the documentary about Tower Records. All things oh, must yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Oh, that broke my heart. It, although I was comforted to know that Tower Records still technically exists yeah. in Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah, they, they have like a mega store or something out there. They no, they no, they have their own small chain that oh. sept that, that they were sold separately from. The U.S. chain, they they, they yeah. kind of bought they kind That's of bought right. it they yeah. they bought it from Tower Records. They, they they run it themselves, and they still because over there in Japan, I mean, there's there's a lot of deference to media. Where like they don't just replace everything. Okay, this is obsolete now. Even yeah. though they a lot of technology does spring from there, there is still a reverence of books. There is still a reverence of you know physical media there, where it's, it's treated differently than here, where it's like, oh, okay, can I get it digitally now? All right, fuck it, get, let's get rid of it. Like over there, yeah. Let's see. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah. In the documentary, they show they have that one big tower record. So it's basically a theme. It's just Hollywood and you know, San Francisco and all that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no. It, it, it's 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 like I said. They're like the brand of the the know, brand of tower records is like, oh, this is America. This is American music. Yeah. I guess it's very different there. They they they, they like collecting things. Yeah. That's where a lot of this collectible stuff comes from. That's yeah. true for sure. Japan. That is true, right? So you know, there's a very famous. Oh, see, Andy Vasquez mentioned you know, used games in Japan. There's there's a there's a there's a store that's very famous called Super Potato, and they have every single video game, like every video game used in games. Japan? There's this place called Super Potato. It's like imagine, or, imagine if you will, Samzia. You know, game dude that we have over yeah. here in the San Fernando Valley. Yeah. Imagine that, but even bigger. But like, uh, game dude has a lot of stuff. But imagine. Every like Super Nintendo game, every NES game, like everything in system. all languages. Yeah, well, I, I I don't know if they have every language, but they like if you need a game, you go there and they will have it. Wow, that's like where game dealer. Oh, we have what people sell us. Like, you know, this place they go out of their way to stock everything. Yeah. Well, multiple copies of rare games. You know, just just Google freaking Super Potato, and that place is in. That is the place to go to for, yeah. Show contributor Irv Dangerabba. Super Potato also has a throne made of old cartridges. Do they also have <laughs> potatoes? I would imagine a place called Super Potato <laughs> might have a potato somewhere, but I mean, it's that Japan. Would be great so if they, they had like it's Japan, video so they, games for sale and potatoes. <laughs> I don't know if they necessarily have potatoes for sale. But. It's, probably, it's probably like a Japanese slang or something, right? <laughs> it just they they liked it. Yeah. Oh, and and oh, and Andy Vasquez on Facebook says each used game has a grade and price. It's not a flat rate. Where like oh, you can buy a pristine copy. Let's say if you're looking for a pristine copy of Earthbound or whatever. Is there like basket or is there like video game Beckett on this shit? <laughs> I, I I'm sure they probably price it themselves. I don't, I don't think there's a I don't think there's a Beckett or a price guide so to speak. Yeah. Much like in, in comic books, there's yeah. the the Overstreet price guide, mm-hmm. which values every book depending on the. On yeah. the uh, on the condition, but I'm sure they probably have their own kind of medium that they have set. I mean, they've been doing it forever, so that place it's it's nuts. So so have you had a chance to play with your Super NES Classic, Mr. Sam? I Samson? thought you were about to ask me something else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Have you had a chance to play with your self? You could fill in have you had so a, many different. Blanks have you had a chance that. to play with yourself? No. Yes. As in, <laughs> yes. Twice today, baby. Yeah, two times. <laughs> Have you tried the, the Have you tried your classic? I have tried my classic. Well, what what, what did you play? I unlocked uh, Star Fox Two. I mm-hmm. played the first level of that. It was fun, obviously. I played uh, Super Mario World just because I had Lily there and I wanted her to play that and see how it went. She didn't like that as much as she liked Kirby. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, oh, so she she got to try. It. So it was Kirby Superstar. I presume was the one that you fired up. Yeah. Or oh, nice. See. So, uh, See me, I barely opened it up today. I literally opened it just because shit. We're gonna need to talk about this on the show, and yeah. it, it it wouldn't be great I if like I come the on the show. And the HDMI cable, it makes it way better than the Genesis uh, thing that I got. I know it, it, it was so simple. I was like, bloop, yeah, like a USB but cable. Bloop. I will give it this: the Genesis thing, uh, even though it has half the audio quality, it's mm-hmm. like. You literally can't hear Sonic music the way that it is, and that's half, oh, that's that's, a, that's, that's a half shame. the game for me. That, that's a shame because Sonic is all about the music. But the one thing that the Genesis have had the little Genesis thing has mm-hmm. over the, woo, the Super Nintendo is you can plug in any Genesis game. Yeah, it has the top loader for uh, Genesis games, so you can play games uh, oh, wow. beyond the ones that they have programmed in. 
So, yeah, that, that's true. I know because people cool. are already hacking the the Super NES. Much like people hacked the NES Classic and put their own games in it, people are already hacking the Super Nintendo Classic. I'm sure they are. Oh. Uh, there's got and there's got to be ways to add a ton of games to that. Too. Oh, I'm sure, but I guess it's, I don't know. It might be dependent on the actual onboard memory. Yeah. But me, I I fired it up. I literally it was it was about. Six o'clock. I was like, "Oh shit! I better open this fucker up and play a little bit." I, I played Star Fox One just to unlock Star Fox Two, but I didn't get a chance to play Star Fox Two. I also fired up um, F Zero because I hadn't played that in forever. F Zero, yes. And because uh, I really, because over the weekend I was really debating what game to start. Because a part of me that the, the 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 Japanese RPG nerd in me really wanted to fire up Final Fantasy Three. I, but that is that's that's sixty five hours. Minimum. I'm I'm waiting for that one. Lily wants to play that one because she already loves the Final Fantasy genre. Oh, from, from watching you play Final Fantasy fifteen, 15 and, and 12. twelve and all the that let's stuff. go. Well, actually, yeah. I I wonder how she's gonna react. Uh, although I, I have a weird feeling she might like Secret of Mana better because it, I feel like that's gonna be a lot more colorful and a lot more the, a lot more visually pleasing for her to watch. The only problem with it is that she's in second grade and that is a lot of reading. Oh, Final Fantasy three would be. It'd be a good amount of reading, but yeah. Uh, see the the, the combat, and, uh, the combat in the old. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That she might enjoy watching Secret Mana more than Final Fantasy yeah. Three. Where Final Fantasy Three, the combat is not that entertaining if you're not the person who's initiating it. Where she's just watching your little guy, you know, shoot yeah. the crossbows or swords or spell, cast yeah. a spell. <laughs> where Secret of Mana is more like a very actionish. Well, there's a lot more action. Yeah. There's a lot more fun stuff going on. Where we're in a in Final Fantasy Three, well, uh, well I grant it's probably my favorite RPG of all time. It's fun to play, but I, I'm trying to imagine from from the perspective of of a second a second grade young lady like like Lily, she might be a little bored watching Final Fantasy Three. I but, agree, I, but I but Secret of Mana, be... she might have a great time. And you know what? Something else that would be really cool. She might enjoy watching Earthbound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Earthbound sure. is insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're gonna, you're hitting a dude with a baseball bat. I'm gonna I'm gonna heal. I'm gonna eat this hamburger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that guy brandished a knife. I lo- <laughs> he, he didn't hit me with a knife. He just brandished it, and I lost five HP. The thing that I enjoy the most is the fact that it's HDMI, so the quality visually is so clean. I mean, I, my problem with because I I have the Nintendo, the actual old Nintendo. And yeah. the problem is, like, you have to fidget with the cords to make sure that you don't have the blurriness. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look clean. And with the HDMI, it's just crystal, and it sounds great. Oh, thank you. But yeah, that's the thing I, that's thing I didn't TV. notice with the HDMI. Oh, my God. Every, every I had to came get out. a new TV. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't tell you this. Oh, you did not. Maria went, uh, you know, we have to baby-proof everything. That's so This is true. They're, my they're, TV. Soon, little JoJo will be able to move around on his own. Yeah, my T, and he's almost on it, man. He's about oh, really? to crawl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my TV stand was all glass. So. Oh, that's oh, that's right. Oh, that's, yeah. oh yeah. man, thunk. So we had to get rid of get it. Get his head, lose an eye. <laughs> yeah, so we had to get rid of it. And, you know, we had everything set up. Maria found a really nice TV stand at the furniture place right across the street from me, the one that's been closing for the last year. <laughs> uh, we got one that was, like, really cool and everything. We bring it in, and nobody thought about it to measure the, the oh. TV stand with the TV. <laughs> So my That's TV, the one that we usually watch, is now in the bedroom. Oh, really? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we have a, a wall. And that's like, like the, the entire so the TV. TV from your living room, that that, yeah. that, that big old like sixty inch TV or sixty five. Oh, it's fifty five. Okay. Yeah. It's now in the bedroom. It's it's the entire wall. Maria's so like, now, so now you have a home theater in your bedroom. Yeah, and I have a smaller TV, but in a stand that's set further in, so it's it's the TV's actually a little closer. So it size wise comes out fine, and it's a four K. Oh, it's so oh, no. I get oh, nice. a lot more uh, out of A little it. more oomph, a little like uh, that, that, yeah. that, that, that graphic fidelity now. Yeah, so I get that. I, I'm happy about that. But still, here's just a cautionary tale for everybody. Measure your shit before you buy it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of important. I, I feel like a lot of people, I feel like our generation, you know, I feel like something lost on our generation. Yeah. Our parents thought about that kind of stuff, but, but, but I feel like we don't. No. Yeah. I, know, I know when I bought my, my, my brand new TV a few years ago, I didn't think about that. I got lucky that my TV fit. <laughs> uh, I don't have a TV stand. I have a dresser that I use to hold up my TV. <laughs> Which is what we're doing with the big ass TV now. It's on, it's, the uh, it's, it's on a dresser in your bedroom, right? Yeah. But we got this TV stand. It's actually pretty cool. So. 
Yeah, the, the the edges are, are rounded, so they yeah, or they uh, or you have the little protector things yeah, on it. We have to so. get like the little latches for the doors and all that stuff, but it's got some storage. Yay, space, baby! It's got some storage space, which is also oh, you can put all 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 your games and your Blu-rays. Lily and all your... can fit in the bottom part. Ha! Uh, it's hilarious. I could big. fit in the bottom part. I'd have to shrink up a bit. But. You know, you'd have to pull a little Houdini and like dislocate your shoulder or something, but you could fit in there. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, surprisingly spacious. Oh, I, I would have to like very spacious. A homeless person could live in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> They'd be quite warm. Yeah. Is, it, is it wood? Yes, Peruvian. Peruvian. Oh, oh. I'm about to say it was a rich mahogany. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because like much like Ron Burgundy, I, I love the smell of rich mahogany. Wow. Yeah, no, it's a uh, very very nice Peruvian wood. It uh, costs a buttload, but since it's on clearance, we got it at a fraction. Oh, nice. Take, well, it's always nice to take advantage of a failing business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the American way. I know I did a lot of that when Circuit City was going down oh, in flames. Yeah. Oh, I padded dude, my yeah. DVD collection very well <laughs> during that era. There's a lot of places that when they were closing down, I took advantage of. There's a video store back in the day uh, right here in Burbank that closed down right by Sardo's. And mm. we raided that spot. Ah. Uh, like, And it was me and my ex back in the day, mm. and we both enjoyed porn. We raided their porn set. Pornography. <laughs> yeah. We went right through it, man. We had, it was awesome. We, like, re-upped our supply, and it was, like, it was, you know, it was fantastic. Pornography. I love pornography. <laughs> but you know what? You know what I didn't like? So, uh, you know what? Some of those games on the Super NES Classic, unfortunately, they didn't hold up, bro. <laughs> No, that first level of Star Fox One, holy yeah. crap! Yeah, that was that was rough. Yeah, that was a rough go. Yeah, holy shit! I'm like, I I, I, I never it. played OG Star Fox. I played Star Star Fox sixty four was my first Star Fox experience because yeah. I didn't have a Super NES when I was that age. I had a Genesis. I only played Super Nintendo later when a friend of mine would lend me his Super NES, and then that's when I played Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy four and Final Fantasy yeah. six and all those wonderful games, but. Star Fox is one I didn't get my hands on, and holy shit, that was not great. Yeah, no, I that was one of the games that I played because other friends had it, and I had the Genesis and Super NES, but mm -hmm. I played that one at my friend's house, and there's a reason why I didn't buy it, because I was like, I don't want to have to play that hard for a game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's you, a lot of games, and I, I don't take away how great it is. It's a great uh, game. No, I mean, I think I'm, uh, for, for its time, yeah. and I think that that's a, that's a big thing with, with retro gaming now, where it's like, I was having a discussion with some of my friends on Destiny the other night. Actually, no, it wasn't Destiny. It was oh, I was talking to someone else. Where uh, there's a, there's a new uh, Shadow of Mordor game that's coming out uh, this uh, this week. The, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's it's the game is yeah. very similar to to Batman Arkham Asylum. That that, that can, or, or or Assassin's Creed to that to that extent. Where yeah. it's a very open world. You run around destroying and killing everything, and my nose is getting congested, and I'm going insane. Where. There's the new Shadow of Mordor, and then my roommate has not played it yet. And me and another guy who was at, at, at our house yesterday were like, don't play the new one. Play the old one first, because once you play the new one, you can't go back. And it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's in video games. It's very hard to go backwards. Like, yeah. once you play a newer version of something, and you have to go back to the way things were controlled, it's really rough. So, like, yeah, me, like, I love Star Fox 64, and they really haven't changed the control scheme since then. But going back and playing OG Star Fox, that was awful. It was like, oh my god! I mean, I'm sure back when it originally came out, phenomenal. This was like those graphics were cutting edge in the early '90s. <laughs> but in 2017, oh god, it was not good. I'm hoping that Star Fox Two will be a little bit better, or probably closer to like Star Fox 64, because that's what I imagine. Star Fox Two is more like along the lines of. What they were trying to well, go for later on. Well, no, that was the thing that they were talking about was that people who loved the original Star Fox and were looking forward to Star Fox 2 were disappointed by 64. Oh, really? Because it was it brought in a different set of the gameplay. Oh, then, see, that, that, <laughs> I love 64, so there's no way in hell I was going to like the original Star Fox. Well, it was a tough game, but it was a much more uh, flight-focused and making sure that everything, like, they kept it grounded in that. And there was a lot more gameplay elements that came out in 64 that people just weren't happy about. Oh, the, the the one level where you have to go underwater or the one level you have to drive the tank? All the rest of the, the game was flying. It was insane. Yeah. I love that game. Yeah. My God, when they remade it for 3DS, I was so happy. Oh, my God. I, I kept playing it over and over and over. And another game I fired up just because I was curious to see how it would hold up, to, you know, 20-some-odd years later was Super Ghouls and Ghosts. 
I played that one. I I got my. I definitely Good got that one going. God, that game is fucking awful. I mean, or it's fucking awful. Or I, I shouldn't say it's awful. How it's awful awfully is it? hard. <laughs> I, I have to stop using that word. <laughs> I have to rig it out. Don't say a w f u l. I did not like that game. It was very difficult. It was terribly difficult. Yeah. I did not like it. Well, that's what I it's could known not get for. past the first thing. Yeah. That's what it's known for. It's known for for being kicking one you of... in the dick as hard as it can. <laughs> yeah. It, Holy shit. Do you shit. know how hard that game is? And then you get all the way to the end. That you game beat is the game, harder than and the guy says, "14 year old, the first time he goes to a porno convention." Oh no. It, <laughs> It was well played. It was so hard. How hard was it? It was so hard that uh, you get through it and you finally beat it and you have like this moment like, oh my God, this is great. And it starts over. And then it tells you, you forgot, you didn't beat me with the right thing. You have to go back. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my, my, my best friend in, in middle school, he, he had that game and he beat that game. It was madness. This is like the, the same sixth grader who could go into an arcade and beat everyone at Street Fighter. Oh. He would, he'd be, he would piss off grown men. <laughs> Man, that that was a rough one, and yeah, but F Zero was fine because I really have I, I never played any of the other F Zero, so yeah. it's still hard as hell. And that, that that's kind of I feel like it's the hallmark of like older gaming. It was similar. Uh, it's like just punch you in the face, like yeah. I'm punching you. I'm punching you. Why why don't you stop me from punching you? A, a game that uh, for people that didn't play F Zero. Uh, um, Pia, a PlayStation game, people would wipe out. Wipe out. It was exactly like that. Wipe that, out. that was the equivalent on on PlayStation. Yeah. Wipe out. Uh, Good games though. All of them, uh, most of them, hold up really yeah, well. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I, I, I haven't played. Su- I like, on, on, of course, I, on the the Saturday show I haven't done Draver Super Nintendo. I've I fired up Super Metroid. That game is still amazing. Yeah, I that's why I didn't fire it up on my Super NES Classic. I'm like, oh, I've already been playing that. Let me play something I haven't played. Like yeah. that, that 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 became my motivation. I was like, I'm going through the games I haven't recently. Like I've been playing through Legend of Zelda on my Super Nintendo. So there's no reason for me to. Fire that up on my SNES Classic yet. I played that and uh, named the character Lily, and Lily lost it. Oh, I'm sure she did. Oh, God. See, like, that game, like, it's so funny how, like... Such you, a good game. It, it's so funny, like, the, this, the same game system can have, like, such varying degrees of, like, when you're playing the game, it's like, it feels, like, so well made. It, it, that, that's that's the crazy thing about gaming sometimes. Like, everyone has the same set of tools, but they all create something different. It's like, yeah. it's like Again, I feel that's another argument for video games being art. Like, yeah. you, all these different people have the, the same tool set in front of them. Like, this is a video game system. Here's what you can do with it. Create something. And then there's some people who go out there and create these magical pieces of work like a Super Mario World, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Super Metroid. All like These games are just amazing. Yeah. I I, I, I can't emphasize it enough how friggin' like, it's, it's great. Some of those games are just, they're works of art. Mario World was... A revelation, really. Oh. In gaming, the way that it was constructed, the the different layers it had to it, it, it was, it had some great. Uh, it was great platforming, but they had so many hidden secrets, so many different things. Oh yeah, it, like that people. Yeah, they kind of they introduced that in Super Mario Three, but they took it to a different level. Yeah, in exactly. Mario World. Like in Three, it was like you know everybody knows where to get the three whistles. Game yeah. over. You That's know? true. But with this one, there were so many things that were really difficult like secrets that I knew that were there but it was still a pain in the yeah because it does because there there were there were multiple exits to each of the levels yeah like well like I see me Mario 3 will always hold that kind of special place in my heart because like that was like right when I like I was really like balls deep in like gaming at that point and that game was so like so magical to me where like like me like in my mind I like I like Mario 3 more than Mario World but I do recognize that Mario World was amazing I remember the first time I finally played through Mario World like later on in life like cause I, I never got a chance to really play it when it was in its heyday because I again I didn't have a Super NES at that point in time and I think that was middle school that would have been middle school for me yeah and uh, I remember watching my best friend play it but I never really got a chance to play it myself and then playing it later, I'm like, holy crap! Some of the level design was nuts. I'm like, there, like there's some levels where I'm barely escaping. <laughs> yeah. Or like, or the um, what do you call it? The the, the Star World. Oh, the star, the balloon the, level. Oh star my World. god, those levels were 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 chaos. I'm like yeah. barely surviving. There's some levels where like, oh, you had to have the cape and fly, or else you were not gonna pass the level. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like holy shit. Yeah. I remember this barely escape. Uh, I remember it, it was like. 
it, it was not completions. It was escapes. It was like, okay, I made it. Holy fuck. Yeah. I, I guess that's where, like, the, the crux for that Super Mario Maker that came out recently, where it's like, oh, a lot of people like that. They like those kind of levels where, like, you're surviving. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's more about survival than completion. Yeah. And, and, and you see more of those, the, what, the Kaizo uh, videos that people yeah. make. They just, like, make the most break. They make levels. freaking nightmarish things where, like, a normal person would be like, this is madness. <laughs> like, Pete, you would, you would look yeah. at this and you're like, why? Who? Uh, I've seen those right where you have to, like, you have to, have to get hurt to get going. Or yeah, or, yeah. like, you have to, like, you, you have to grab a shell and throw it at the right spot, hop off the shell. Yeah. You take the Yoshi, you sacrifice the Yoshi, you have to, like, do all kinds of, like, yeah. like it's, it's pure, like, like it's it's timing it's all about oh you have to have like perfect reflexes yeah to, to get through and the thing is you can't make the level unless you can beat it yourself yeah that's the, that is the craziest part to me that like there's a person out there who served who, who made it through this nightmare yeah these living like mario nightmares <laughs> like oh my god i cannot believe i survived this stupid thing what's yeah. wrong with people <laughs> i remember as a kid we don't intend to like at the last level you had to do that big jump and there's that little, little yes little holy fuck yeah, yeah. the impossible leap i could oh. never do it man like took forever to i remember play. oh god i remember like it. i've made it like a, a handful of times as a kid like made once or twice like oh my god i did it because <laughs> literally like yeah you could just land you had to like bounce off of it yeah because they like, you had to use the momentum to get across it yeah. was <laughs> as an adult i made it i mean i, I played uh was it the lost levels the the because in the Super Mario All Stars, where they included the, the the Japanese version of the Super Lost Mario Two, levels are insane. Yes, they're, they're that's the original Kaizo. The original. Yeah. yeah, that's the original Kaizo stuff. I remember playing through that later on, like when when I did buy when I got my own Super Nintendo. When I, the first time I worked at GameStop, where I bought Mario RPG, I bought. Uh, I I, remember I have this special cartridge which had Super Mario World and Super Mario All Stars on the same cartridge. Oh, yeah. And I remember I was playing through Lost Levels. I'm like, oh my god! I remember me. Um, the girls dating at the time and her two brothers, we were all kind of like taking turns. I'm right, brought it with me. I'm like, hey, let's do this. <laughs> let's play Lost Levels. And we're like, oh my God, like nightmarish water level. Like, I've always hated water levels in Mario games. Water levels are like the worst. <laughs> Fun, and yeah. And, oh, uh, freaking Irv, huh? good old poison mushrooms. Like, yeah, yeah like oh, they were, right. yeah, they introduced, yeah, the game was so hard. They, they thought the Americans couldn't play that. They, they thought that was the original Mario, too. Oh, really? And they thought it was so difficult. They didn't bring it over here. They took a different game called Doki Doki Panic, yeah, which had a freaking genie and all these like. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's why the Super Mario Two that we had was so weird. He's no throwing Bowser. turnips. And there's no Bowser. And there's no Bowser. It's like some big frog. Or yep. No, that was uh, good God. Why can't I remember? Wart. Yeah. It was Wart, and then the, the other boss was Mouser. Mouser. Yeah. And there was, oh, there was like a there was a, a hydra. crab. Yeah, uh, I think there was a crab, and there was like a, a three-headed hydra freaking like dragon. It was like right, a dragon yeah, snake. Yeah. It was like uh, I forgot the name of that one. And yeah, America. Yeah, that, that was yeah. Andy Vasquez on Facebook like they were white Americans would not have been able to handle lost levels. Oh my god! So they took this other game, Doki Doki Panic, and just made it to Mario. They turned it into Mario. Yeah. And they're like, all right, let's have four characters. All right, Mario would be average. Toad. Could not jump, but he lifted faster than everyone else. Luigi, he could float in the air. Wow, his little like his legs constantly moving. And then that's the first time you could use the princess, princess. Yeah. back when she was Princess Toadstool. Yeah. Now she's Princess Peach, yeah. or as a drunken friend of mine said, Piach. <laughs> I'll never forget that. It, it was one of the guys, it was one of the OG guys from Comic Galaxy, oh. one of Barry's friends. Like oh. he said, they like, dude, there's one day we're playing Mario Kart and we're all really drunk. We're looking at the screen. And one of them goes, ah, Piach. <laughs> uh, and, and, then, and then him and the other guy, they, they, were, and they were sober later. Like, that, that was still, and they're still laughing their asses off because they drunkenly realized, Piach. <laughs> and I, that has stayed with me yeah. for 20 plus years. But Princess Toad told she could float. They're like, oh, some levels you can cheat your way through some levels. Ah, I'm going to float across. And I remember that game was still pretty hard, too. Yeah, that was hard. Wow. I think I, it wasn't until, like, yeah, when I was older, when I was in college, I beat that game. That one and uh, Mario 2, or no, sorry, Mega Man 2 were the two games that, like, the two first <sighs> games I ever beat. Oh, really? Yeah. Mega Man 2, that was a, oh, good God. The dragon at the end where you had to, like, hop. Oh, bloop, yeah, dude, bloop, the running bloop, from the dragon. Bloop, you had to get the bloop, timing right bloop, and everything. Bloop, bloop. It was fun, though, man. I, and the hardest part of that game for me wasn't Wily or anything like that. It was, the, it was Flash Man's level. I had the worst time getting through that one. Oh, the lasers? Yeah, it messed me up every single time. It was was awful. No, I gotta stop saying that fucking word! How awful was it? (laughs) 
You know what wasn't good? The last night, uh, Rick and Morty had their season finale. Yeah. You know, and uh, Pete and I, we both watch it. And we don't. Sam, Sam still has to fire up Hulu and, and watch the, the 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 previous two two now three complete seasons are now. It'll happen. And are done at some point. I mean, I, there's no no pressure, my friend. One of these days. But uh, the, the, this, this is this is definitely a Dre and Pete segment right now. Yeah. Uh, last night's Rick and Morty, after this, uh, I, I want to say a spectacular nine-episode run where it just, like, escalated. We got a lot of character depth. Yeah. We have a lot of crazy, funny stuff, a lot of really emotional, dark stuff. We get this last episode of Rick and Morty, and I, I believe the word I told you earlier was, like, I was underwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> and I, well, what did you say? You said it was weird. I, it was weird. I mean, like, that's what we're saying. It felt out of place, but no, they they talked about something that we set up last episode. Yeah, they 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 were very they were, they very heavily dealt with the is Beth a clone? Yeah. Which I thought they like honestly, I thought they were just gonna leave that dangling to like season four. Yeah. I thought it was like well, even then. I mean, so I was I was actually arguing with John. Well, we're talking about John with this. They didn't say if she was or not, right? Because he kind of said, and then they he just, said at the end. But Rick is not known for telling the truth. Yeah, they're like, cause they even they made a joke about that. They're like, oh, he wouldn't tell us if it was. You know? Yeah, he wouldn't say. Yeah. And, and then Beth had a very distinct change of behavior. I'm like, after having this revelation where she realized, oh my god, I am my father's daughter. Yeah, and I am a crazy. Yo, know, I'm smart and I'm willing to kill people and do whatever I want because I'm smarter than everyone else. I mean, but it, it did shift. I, I'm not really. I mean, because I say like, because he kind of he made an enemy of the government. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was insane. Like, yeah. like uh, the Rick ver- Rick versus the government. Yeah, he just, uh, just trying to get a selfie for Morty, <laughs> <laughs> all over a fucking selfie because the president. Uh, I don't do selfies. Yeah, but then they kind of resolved that. But like, yeah, yeah and, like, <laughs> and honestly, that's I think that's what bothered me the most about the episode. Where like the previous, you know, where season one they broke time. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Season two, Rick goes to prison. Yeah. Season three, status quo. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and then there's a line in the episode where he literally, uh, or actually, no, it might have been the episode before. Like he says, talking about shark jumping, and like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 I hope Rick and Morty didn't just jump the shark by like, oh, Beth's back with Jerry and everything is normal. <laughs> I don't think so because they even made the joke about how like, like uh, Beth is like like oh it's, it'll be like season one all over again like you know, so. yeah I know they even reference it's yeah. like self referencing but they still <laughs> are kind of doing it they're doing it but they're not doing it yeah and and Rick I'm like oh I'm a replacement Rick yeah. I'm fly fishing Rick yeah just the bullshit you know and it, it's just a, yeah and I don't know I was honestly I think I had my expectations were way too high. Yeah. Like, to be honest, I was expecting Phoenix person. I was expecting freaking Evil Morty. I was expecting all these things yeah. to be resolved because they did do what they did a few weeks ago. Last week's preview was another misdirect. Yeah. Like, where the entire preview was the first two minutes of the episode, which they did before with the Atlantis episode yeah. where they misdirected us. They thought, oh, we have an Atlantis, ep- Atlantis episode, and it wasn't. It yeah. was a Citadel. Like, we talked about all the other Ricks and Mortys <laughs> of the universe. <laughs> yep. And it messed with our minds. Yeah. And I feel like they didn't fuck with. I mean, they maybe well, passively or. It, well, see, that's the thing. That, so as people have been analyzing the hell out of this episode. Uh, right. And they, they've been saying. Justifiably that. so they have. And they even went as far as going about how, like, um, how, you know, so the president in the very beginning when they, they blew off the president. Uh-huh. You know, they were just like, like, oh, this is bullshit. They just left. Mm-hmm. And then the president says, like, oh, Rick and Morty just blew off America. And so they're, like, self-reverencing what people are going to feel about this episode. Oh. And then on top of that, but the one. Ha. Well, that's very high. That's that's quite highfalutin. Yeah, right. That that, that is far too highbrow. (laughs) But then on top of that was uh, apparently there's an interview when they talked about season three. And I think Dan Harmon said something that season three was going to be 12 episodes. Oh, and so now people are tearing it apart. Where Poopy Butthole showed up at the end, and he said, "Oh, maybe the next time you see me, I'll have a Santa Claus beard." So everyone thinks it's gonna be maybe a, a Christmas, Christmas episode. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> which is gonna be the real finale. Which will be the true finale, where Phoenix Person and Evil Morty come and ruin Rick's life. Yeah, somehow, some way. Yeah, where this this this, this season finale was a kind of a placeholder. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, they did release the first episode on April Fool's Day with no... With no warning no whatsoever. Warning. Yeah. So we could get a, a very special Rick and Morty Christmas where the entire world is destroyed. Yeah. 
So yeah, it, it was weird. I, I I think yeah, I think that that I think I always I feel the blame lies with me where I had this giant expectation. Yeah. Like we were ramping up, we're setting up all these things, but now you come with this and well, maybe they'll do a Christmas yeah. episode. So I, I I wouldn't put it past them that they're trolling everybody by just. I, that that certainly yeah. seems like what that, that that would be up the alley of Dan Harmon and, I mean, and Justin Roiland. It wasn't the creators a bad of the show. episode. It just wasn't a good finale. Like you know. Yeah, that that, that that's inherently is the problem. What yeah. was my problem with that episode? I, I expected big and because they went big with the, the wedding squanchers, the end of season yeah. two. They went fucking big with that one, and they're like there was big stakes that happened in that one, and then this episode kind of like all right, all right, Rick's taking Rick Rick's taking the White House kind of hostage. Okay, yeah. and um, yeah. And uh, I love how he was like fucking with the president though. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. It was a typical Rick and Morty episode. Like yeah. it really felt like more of like a season one or season two episode. Like it felt out of place with this season. Well, obviously they did talk about stuff, but yeah. it felt very out of place where Rick was more irreverent than like I'm slowly losing my grip and getting really psychotic. Yeah. Which was that felt like that's what the season was. Was yeah. Rick getting more and more freaking out of control and Morty having to assert himself more because that's that felt like what was going on all season long where yeah. like Rick was just getting like oh like the, the, the episode with the Vindicators where like Rick is just fucking I'm just gonna get blackout drunk and fuck with everyone yeah <laughs> or like or yeah does the Citadel I mean just the, the Citadel itself is like oh fuck fucking hey there's some crazy shit going on behind the scenes Wait, it's funny um, I don't know I mentioned this last time but the, uh, there's a behind the scenes thing every every Monday uh-huh. after the episode Dan Harmon will be talking about the episode Apparently, the Vindicators episode, the only reason why the bomb didn't go off at the end was because Morty weighs the same as Noob Noob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they weigh the same. They weigh, they weigh the same. <laughs> That's the only thing that kept the, everything from exploding. I did like how they, they made fun of the fact that uh, Mr. Fruit's butthole, like, he was like, oh, yeah, between seasons, he, he got a family. He has a wife and kids now. Because it was so long between <laughs> seasons. <laughs> because he had a kid. Yeah, they were kind of like mocking that whole thing. Which that was pretty funny in yeah. my book, man. I don't know if we have enough time for the final topic. I think we uh, Do we the have topic, huh? Do the topic. We we have tap danced our way through a lot of this. So all right. So <clears throat> thanks to uh, show contributor Irv Danny Putampa, I was forwarded an article which I did post on the Facebook page. If you go to the Facebook page, the article is there. Uh, Warner Brothers has decided to go opposite of what Marvel is doing. Yeah. And they're getting, they're kind of not, well, they're not getting rid of their cinematic universe. They're not going to adhere to a cinematic universe where every movie has to tie into everything. Where now they're going to do independently stuff, stuff that is going to be independent of each other. Like, we talked in the pre-show the, the the Martin Scorsese Joker movie, which now is like, it will not be part of the cinematic universe. Yeah. It's going to be something of something of it on its own. And they, why don't you go in depth? They uh, they compared it to like Elseworld comics. Yeah. So it's like its own thing where, I, but see, it, it's so so essentially what they're doing is uh, like from what I was reading, Warner Brothers is more of a directors type studio where they right. they, they reach out to directors and they, you know. That, that's very true. Yeah, and uh, where they're trying to avoid what Marvel does. With Marvel, like they've had problems with with uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright and Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Um, there's, there's, it's it's not a unique problem. Yeah. Obviously, it's 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 affecting the Lucasfilm movies as well. Yeah, and uh, and that's a, that's a Disney uh, that's a Disney approach. Where I mean, I think the best example was Edgar Wright made a comment about how they wanted to make a Marvel movie. They didn't want to make an Edgar Wright movie. Yeah, you know, and so like, where Warner Brothers is trying to take that. Because it's the opposite of that. They want to make they want, a, to, make, they want to make a Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. Or they want to make a to or whatever these other like. Yeah. Well, they've certainly made several Zack Snyder movies. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's I think that's the the inherent problem with this whole thing is that they've always wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it was like in the middle. Like okay, they did Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't feel like Man of Steel was a setup for a shared universe. It no, was just, it was not. It was it was a setup for Zack Snyder showing us how much he hates people. Yeah. Right. And I think. They didn't know how to top that, so they were like, "Oh, let's bring Batman into it." And so the thing is, it, it didn't start off as a shared universe, and that's why it didn't work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and that's the argument I kept making leading up to Batman v Superman, yeah. where they are ham-handedly trying to do an Avengers, where Marvel they naturally built up to that yeah. progression, where okay, we have the Iron Man, and then we did a Thor, Iron uh, Hulk movie, a Thor movie, and then yeah. a Captain America movie. They built to this where they had everything meet up together in the middle and created this Avengers movie, which made a fuck ton of money, made a lot of nerds happy. Yeah. Where Warner Brothers was like, let's skip all those steps and just go straight to the big one. Yeah. 
and whoops. Which I mean, I see, but that's the thing though. I, I feel like Warner Brothers could have done that because I think Warner Brothers characters are more uh, recognizable. This is true. You know, but they have the they, they, they literally have the better they have the better brand recognition. Yeah. But, but the problem was they they they, they used to the planet though. I mean, it, it was just kind of like not. You're, you're, after the fact, you're yeah. you're asking known people like guys who don't like people. David, or the writer, that David S. Gore guy who yeah. hates people. Yeah, he, who he hates nerds. Yeah, oh yeah, <coughs> he hates nerds. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder, which just wants to make, he mm-hmm. he wants to be the Michael Bay of depression. Yeah, right. We 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 associate Michael Bay with explosions. Yeah. I associate Zack Snyder with sadness. Sadness, that's true. So I think that that's the whole point. Of, the whole idea is that like, okay, we don't have to stick to the, the shared universe. Well, do they, I don't think they're getting rid of it. I think we're still going to get... No, they, 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 the article I did read, like, they're still going to continue this whole kind of Justice League shared universe yeah. to to a certain extent. Hold on, i got to move something over here. Boop, okay. Uh, no one's watching Twitch anyway. But like, uh, yeah. but they're, 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 but now they're not going to adhere themselves like, well, yeah, like the best example is that Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. Or like, if there's other, maybe we'll get an Edgar Wright Warner uh, freaking DC Comics movie. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> but I think the whole the whole thing, I think it's, it's really funny because you do you hear about that, uh, what was that, that George Miller? Um, George Miller, Justice League? Justice League. The reason that didn't happen was because it was in the middle of uh, Nolan Batman movies, mm-hmm. and one of those complained like people were getting confused. There's two Batmans, and so the, the you no, know, keep on, keep on. Now, no, don't now, worry about that. Now they're just kind of like you know they're like oh fuck it, let's just do it. <laughs> like, well, because I, I think it comes in the heels of the fact that Warner well, Wonder Woman was so successful, and it was only tangentially connected to the you know like there was a letter from Batman. Yeah, that was pretty much it. You, yeah, you didn't really need to you didn't really need to have watched Batman v Superman to enjoy. Yeah. I mean, to enjoy the fact that it was an awesome Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, well that's true. I mean, and then like you, you mentioned too, like like they're they're taking a page from like, the fact that they had Nolan do whatever the hell he wanted. And, oh yeah, I mentioned that in the pre-show. Yeah, yeah they they let Nolan do a Batman movie. And they turned Batman into a ninja. And yeah, people watched the show. Dark Knight made a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that was the first comic movie to make a billion, I believe. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was the first one. Because you know, I know Marvel didn't hit their first billion movie till Avengers. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, man. I, what do you think? Do you think it's a good thing that they're doing this? or? I, I think on a certain level, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think long term, this is a good decision to 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 go their own direction, to stop trying to copy. Because inherently, that was my problem. They were trying to copy Marvel and doing it badly. Yeah. Like trying to force this Justice League, force this universe yeah. all in one. Like be, the, the way they approached it was bad. Like short term, this is bad. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to get confused. Yeah. Like the next, like, you know, the next three to five years, people are going to be very confused because it sounds like maybe the Aquaman movie won't be connected to the Justice League even mm-hmm. though it's still going to be Jason Momoa like they might go a different direction yeah. with that see that's, that's a little confusing if you do that like I think yeah, exactly yeah you need to like stick to certain things like yeah. certain characters still need to be interconnected yeah. like if they those, those those core Justice League characters still need to be connected to each other yeah. but you're going to have these other movies that could be confusing yeah well I feel like too like if you read some of the the, the what's it called the, the, the layout of these movies especially like a Flashpoint movie they're doing Mm-hmm. Like it seems like they're not gonna make movies that are focusing on one character. It's just like, oh, this is the Flash's story, but everyone else can show up. You know? Yeah, and and that's where like if oh, if you have different directors and different visions, you might have different actors. Yeah, and that's gonna get confusing. You know, it's like, eh, but. I think maybe on the positive side, this opens up to like, oh, maybe they can do an Arrowverse movie. Yeah, that's and true. Now, right? now they won't be, they won't be, you know, held like, oh, now we have to have Ezra Miller and freaking whoever they're gonna cast as Oliver Queen and yeah. so on and so forth. Now they can bring the, the they can call up call up the the kids from the miners yeah. and let them be, you know, the the starters <laughs> well, in, in a movie of their own for the the, the TV show Arrow the, for the TV show Arrow you know, Arrow Flash and all. They yeah. can they can have their own movie now. Yeah, theoretically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that was that was the big problem, right? They're like they're getting rid of characters on the shows because they're like we're, they were gonna do them in the movies, and they're like people are getting confused. We gotta get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah, and that's and I think that that's a short term problem. Yeah, because this was obviously this wasn't a problem in the past when there was no shared universe. Yeah, you had your Fantastic Four movie and your freaking Daredevil movie and your Spider Man movies, like in X Men, they all kind of existed separately and they all did very well. But yeah. Marvel has done this kind of they created this thing where. The, I feel like in some weird way they're kind of creating new nerds because yeah. now you have to follow. Like, yeah. Where before you didn't have to follow anything. Like, oh, maybe like, you had to follow the three Spider-Man movies. You had to follow the three uh, Nolan movies. You had to kind of follow along there. Yeah. But now if you want to, like, 
have the 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 highest amount of enjoyment from these this, this run of Marvel movies, you have to watch all of them. Yeah. Because they're all gonna like they all connect them up. They're all gonna connect. <clears throat> Even Doctor Strange was kind of standalone. But well, hey, we had Doctor Strange showing up at the end, and uh, we had Thor at the end of the. Yeah. Doctor Strange, so one one can assume, hey, we might get some Doctor Strange. Yeah. And Thor Ragnarok. I forgot to look up how many days. I, oh. I want to start doing that every week right now. Like, we're only X amount of days till Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I, for one, am very excited for yeah. Thor Ragnarok. I am extremely fucking excited for that fucking movie. Did you see that thing? I, I thought it was really interesting. So, apparently, the Directors Guild mm-hmm. won't allow a co-director's credit. Right. And, um, and so, like, so Warner's put in a paperwork for the Writers Guild to give Josh Whedon uh, co-writers credit. Oh, really? For uh, and, and they had to screen the movie for the, uh, for the, the Writers, Writers Guild? Guild? They gave it to him. <laughs> because so he like, made so many changes? Yeah, apparently <laughs> the, 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 the type of credit he's getting, mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to change at least 30% of the movie. Huh. <laughs> so there might... There might be some. Uh, <laughs> the night will be the darkest before the dawn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, show contributor Irv Danipataba being this episode's MVP. It's 31 days till Thor Ragnarok. Boom boom bum 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 bum. I can't wait. It's gonna be so awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, that's almost half the movie he changed, man. <laughs> that's that, yeah, that, that's at least 30 yeah. percent. He has changed to, so he can get co-writer credit. Yeah. Wow, man, that, that makes me feel bad for Edgar Wright when he got that, that co-writer credit yeah. on that, man. They changed more than 30% of his movie. Yeah. I, don't know, and then the, I, I think there was a case for someone else in another Marvel movie where, like, oh, they got credit because yeah. we took your script and totally yeah. did yeah. our own thing. <laughs> it, it is. It, movie business, man. It's yeah. nuts. It's, it's, it's nuts. I worked in it for, for 11 months, and yeah. I got to see behind the scenes. It's, it's, it is Pure chaos. It sounds pretty cutthroat, man. It, like... it is pretty cutthroat, <laughs> dude. It's the the whole like I wanted this yesterday. We need this now. Yeah. And you have to pay for my for my assistant. You have to do this. <laughs> but I don't want to go to Korea. You're going to Korea to promote <laughs> the movie. And then you're gonna go to China. And then you're gonna go to Japan. It's gonna be it's it, it's it's pure chaos. Yeah. So that like, we'll see. So that you know what? Uh, you telling me that he's changed more than thirty percent of the movie. That gives me hope yeah, for right. uh, the Justice League movie. Yeah. Uh, our, our, our $6 will not be thrown away <laughs> in vain <laughs> in November. Because, dude, that, that's coming up soon. That's yeah. probably like 45 days then. Yeah, is, it, is it mid-November or late November for, for the for the League of Just Ice? I think it's like two weeks after, yeah. Is it two weeks? Oh, man. So 45 days till, <laughs> till, till, till Just Ice League. Just Ice League. <laughs> I guess if if that would have been what I would call it if, if Zack Snyder was was still <laughs> it would have been the League of Just Ice because that movie is cold. It's cold. I'm fired. I'm firing myself for that pun. That was a terrible pun. If if Kiet Fam, a show contributor watching this, he would probably want me to fire myself too for that incredibly bad pun. And on that terrible pun, we have reached the point in the show where I say now I'm like that now I will do my my new my weekly plea. Please share this show with your friends. If you're watching this on Facebook Live, please tap that share button. Share it with your friend list. Like I say, like I usually say, if there might be a friend of yours who has never watched me, who has no idea who I am, <laughs> but they might think I'm amusing. You never know. You never know. Uh, share the show with your friends so that we can get, so we can try to get more viewers and grow this show so I can, so like this segment has been brought to you by Dick's Butt Cream. <laughs> See that 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 that, that, that flow just yeah. flows right out. The insanity, the insanity that, that, that's contained within this bald vessel comes out, and that's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff you can share with your friends. <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember show contributor Irv Danfutaba. He thought about showing the, the sharing the episode. I believe it was the episode where we talked about the the dolphin vibrating controller, oh. <laughs> and uh, me and Black Dynamite going off on my phone in the middle of me being intimate with a lady. That's the quality content you get here every week. Or almost every week <laughs> on Dre's Geek Philosophy. You can always follow the show at Dre, Dre GP Podcast. I'm finally using Twitter a little bit more. Uh, I posted an update last week because we, we had audio problems last week. So the, the iTunes version of this episode did not go up until yesterday. But it is up there. Episode 30. Last week was 36. Oh, if, 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 if I hadn't gotten sick, last week would have been episode 37. Oh. 
but in a row, in a row <laughs> it would have been like I was doing the research later on. Yeah. Like if I hadn't, if I had not got sick and missed that week yeah. uh, of recording, last week would have been thirty-seven oh, in a row. But we, it was not thirty; it was thirty-six. That would have been perfect time, <laughs> right? The episode before my birthday, my last day of being thirty-seven, was gonna be episode thirty-seven. I mean. Damn this <laughs> infection in my chest that has haunted me now. I need to go see a doctor, but I went to a doctor and he gave me antibiotics and it didn't work. And I'm maybe I'll be dead in three weeks. Who knows? Watch the show. Follow this man on my right at nostalgic underscore comics. Follow Sam Z at Sam Z570. If you're listening to this on iTunes, you can watch us live on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Dre GB podcast. If you're a person who uses Twitch, you could follow us on Twitch and watch us there. Twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash Dre GB podcast question mark. Um, I feel very awkward right now. I, 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 I don't think I'm violated, but I feel slightly violated. You've been listening and or watching to Dre's geek philosophy. This is Gohan letting you know that uh that uh, I don't know why my parents are weird, but they're making noises in the next room. <laughs> That's a Dragon Ball Z abridged reference. If you don't watch Dragon Ball Z abridged, uh, this this segment's been brought to you by Team Four Star. They're not making Dragon Ball Z abridged right now, but fuck it, go watch the old episodes. I have not. Hallelujah. They're on hiatus. So Dragon Ball Z abridged fans. That's uh, that 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 is your news update about uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged. So for executive producer Sam Z and Judgmental Nerd Pete Malini, I'm your host, Dre Cervantes. This has been I need it. I need an adult. I am an adult. This has been your host, Ray Cervantes. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Please share the video. Share with your friends. Why not? Who does it hurt? It'll hurt you in the long run because then your friends will not trust you ever again when you share a video. Hey, but take one for the team. Have a good night.